Hello, and welcome to Stellar Healthy Living Presents Living Well with Estella. I'm Estella Beavers, your health coach, self care guru, founder of Stellar Healthy Living LLC, and the co founder and co creator of Stellar Healthy Living Skin Care Bath and Body Products. Join me on this journey to discovering your best self through self-care and self-love that's not selfish. We are here to help you live your happiest, healthiest life. Follow me on Instagram at Stellar Healthy Living, Facebook Stellar Healthy Living, and my website www.stellarhealthyliving.com. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Stellar Healthy Living Presents Living Well with Estella. I am your host, your health coach, your self-care guru, Estella Beavers. Our topic for today is hair care is self-care. This is a two-part series or at least I hope I can get everything I want to talk about (laughs) into two parts. Today, we're going to focus on the psychology of hair. Next week, you want to come back because I have a special guest who will be joining us to talk about taking care of our hair. And that special guest is my daughter, who is also a cosmetologist and an esthetician, her name is Brittany Beavers, and she actually inspired my natural hair care journey. So I am so excited to have her on next week. So this week's topic, the psychology of our hair. I'm really excited to talk about this for two reasons. Number one, today is the last day of Black History Month, and hair is very, very important to the African-American community, especially women. And two, February commemorates for me the celebration of the beginning of my hair care journey, which took place nine years ago. So, Nine years ago, I made the decision in February to go natural. And so I want to talk about that a little bit later, uh, what all went into that decision. But first, I want to talk about a little bit about the history of hair. And you know, there's a lot and it goes way back. And so I don't have the time today to really go all the way back because hair has been important to us since forever, right? So really what I want to talk about is um, embracing our hair and why many of us don't really embrace it or it takes us a little time to embrace it. I can remember growing up And many of you can probably relate to this, but I can remember as a little girl putting a white towel on top of my head 
and walking around the house, you know, swinging that towel around, pretending like it was long, flowing, straight, blonde hair. Now, I am a product of the 70s and the 80s. I was born in the mid-70s. So most of my childhood was from the late 70s to the 80s, with some of my teenage years being in the 90s, right? So that was a little bit of the Afro movement, but I was too little to remember all that. What I remember is getting your hair straightened every weekend, right? So it was a ritual and a tradition in my household that you had to have your hair hot combed or straightened. So having straight hair was the standard of beauty. It was brainwashed into our minds that long, flowing, straight, blonde hair is the natural standard of beauty. However, there was no way we were going to be able to have the blonde hair. For some of us, there was no way to have the long hair. Now, I will say, uh, my sisters and I were blessed with thick, long hair, especially my youngest sister and I. So we did have that going for us. But even with having all that hair on our head, it still didn't measure up to what we were taught to believe the measure of beauty was. Isn't that crazy? And so here I am with all this thick, long hair on my head, running around with a white towel, thinking that blonde, long, straight hair was the standard, and I miserably fell short. And I can remember my mom saying to me, take that towel off your head. Your hair is beautiful. See, my mom was one of those moms, okay? (laughs) Very militant. You know, she was going to teach us that beauty was within us, outside of us. There were so many things about myself that I doubted or didn't like. And I can always, and still to this day, I hear my mom saying in in my head, girl, people pay $1,000 to have what you got, right? So... That was what my mom said to me at that moment in time. And that was probably the first time she said that to me, the first of many times. Girl, get that towel off your head. People would pay thousands of dollars to have the hair that you have. But we still had the tradition of getting our hair straightened every weekend. So this was how the ritual went. You come home from school. On Friday, immediately get your hair washed. Then you get your hair plaited. I had probably like a million plaits because my hair was thick, took forever to dry. So you get your hair plaited so it could air dry. And then, you know, you waited around all day, Saturday into Saturday night when, you know, your mom would take your hair down and... That's when you would go to the kitchen and have a seat right at the table near the stove where the comb was on the stove heating up like the like smoking hot. Like you could see the smoke rising off of the comb. Right. 
And some of you are probably even hearing the sizzle <laughs> as soon as that comb touched the, the grease on your hair, right? You hear that sizzle in your ear. And sometimes you felt that grease popping on your neck and on your ear and on your face. Sometimes that comb would drop and, you know, you might get a little burn or whatever. But, but hey, you know, beauty is pain. That's a part of it. Everybody got to go through it. Mama went through it. Grandmama went through it. And depending on how far your family goes back, great, great grandma, uh, great grandmama probably went through it too, right? So that's a part of the process. You got to get your hair pressed. You got to get your hair straightened, okay? That's a part of it. So many of us, though, grew up without even knowing what our natural hair looked like. Y'all, I was 38 years old before I knew what my hair looked like without being straightened either with heat or with chemicals. So for 38 years, I had no idea the potential that could grow out of my scalp, right? And so there are many of us in my generation and older, the natural hair care movement was really a hard thing for us to embrace because we didn't know what was going to grow freely out of that scalp, right? And then we had that kind of that 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 negative connotation that anything outside of straight, long, flowing, and blonde was not pretty. Kinky was not pretty. Kinky curly was not pretty. Tightly coiled was not pretty. So Kudos to my um, natural hair ladies who went through that struggle, okay? Because it was a mental, emotional thing to break ties with that bondage and with the lie that what we grow naturally is not pretty, right? It was something that we even passed on to our daughters and even granddaughters, right? And so that was something that I passed on to my children. I have two daughters. So if I had to get my hair straightened every weekend, then guess what? When I had two daughters, they had to get their hair straightened every weekend. So it was a tradition that was passed down, okay? It wasn't anything intentional that we were trying to do to destroy that confidence in our natural beauty, but it was it was all that we knew. So when you know better, you 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 do better. But let me say this as well. Natural hair or rocking a fro or your natural curls or what have you. Um, is not for everybody. And everybody doesn't have to do it to prove that they have truly and fully embraced themselves. So let's make that clear. This is really about having the freedom to express yourself in the way that you choose fit. As long as you embrace and love 
how God made you and who you are. Okay. So this is about having the freedom of choice and being healthy and good in that freedom. Okay. So let's get that straight. Whether you have to straighten your hair <laughs> or, or desire to straighten your hair, or if you desire to wear it natural, whichever way you choose to go, just be good with who you are and with that expression of yourself. Because something that I have learned in this nine-year journey, that our hair is an outward expression of how we feel about ourselves on the inside. And beauty starts from within. And so that's a lesson that I had to learn and I had to learn the hard way. In February of 2013, I took that jump into transitioning my hair. I was inspired by my oldest daughter who made that transition a year or two earlier. She decided um, once she got a job and started working and making her own money as a teenager, Brittany, always very industrious young lady, uh, always, you know, had a great work ethic and believed in if there was something that she wanted to do that that was going to go against the norm, that was going to go against the grain, then she was going to do it and she was going to find a way to do it, okay, and, and do it unapologetically. So that's what she did at 16. She began to work, make her own money, and save her money so that she can buy extensions, weave, as a way of giving her hair a break from all the years of chemical processing and straightening that I had put it through. So that was her way of growing her hair out and transitioning her hair without it being so jarring and also giving her hair a break. And so in between her installs, she would get you know her trims, keep her hair healthy. She did all her research on how to grow her hair out, how to heal her scalp. I mean, amazing. Um, all the time and effort that she put into researching and learning these things and putting it into action under my, under my roof. And I didn't know what was going on until one day um, after she took her senior portraits with her long flowing hair, and you know, after she had gone to prom and done all those things, Brittany made the decision that her hair had grown out enough and it was time to do a big job. And she was going to rock a teeny, uh, the, the teeny afro, okay, the, the, the TWA. She was going to rock a TWA. You going to do what? <laughs> you going to rock what? Because, <laughs> you know, just like me, she, she inherited from me that thick, long, luscious hair. And I couldn't believe that she wanted to cut off all those hard, you know, those years of hard work of getting her hair straight. And she wants to cut it all off and 
you know, rock her natural hair. Now, of course, that was a concern for me being that, you know, African-American child, teenager, and she being in a PWI, predominantly white institution, a predominantly white high school, and knowing how important it is to most teenagers to fit in and to be accepted, how was she going to be received if she went from having this long flowing hair to this short, tightly coiled hair? Is she going to be bullied? Is she going to be teased? Is she going to be picked on? Am I, I going to have to go up to this school to defend my baby? Because I'm on the one hand proud that she's making this very independent choice and she went about it in such a mature and educated way, but I'm also scared of how she's going to be perceived, right? However, my daughter rocked her natural hair with all the confidence of a grown woman, okay? (laughs) Like, who is this person? Did I raise her to be so confident and independent? I hope I had a hand in that. Um, But it was amazing to me how she so embraced her natural beauty and that she really didn't care about anybody's opinion. If you accepted it, great. If you didn't, oh well. She decided to be unapologetically her authentic self. And I loved that and wanted a piece of that, okay? I just was like, if you could bottle it and sell it. But it wasn't even necessary to do all of that. What was necessary was to learn to accept myself. That That's the lesson that I got from her, self-acceptance. Accept who God created you to be, Right? That's what I got from her. So the, the, the child teaching the parent, right? So I made the decision in February of 2013 that I was tired of, you know, making hair appointments every six weeks to get relaxer touch-ups and keeping up with that, taking, you know, a, a whole day, out of my week, usually on a Saturday, when I could be doing so many other things with that time, other than sitting at a salon. And then I began to do my own research and decided that, you know what, I just don't want the relaxer chemicals anymore. Um, And I was curious, what would my hair look like natural? Because Again, 38 years old, had never seen my own natural hair. So I made that transition and I transitioned slowly because I wasn't that brave (laughs) to do a big job and not know what was growing out of my scalp. Okay. I, I, it it was coming to me slowly. You know, I, I couldn't just take the huge leap. So I did not big chop, but I decided to transition. Took two years to fully transition, 
But I absolutely fell in love with the hair I was growing, even more so than the relaxed hair that I had. Now, don't get me wrong. Um, I like switching back and forth between either getting a silk press or wearing my natural curls or wearing braids. But see, that's the beauty of our hair. There is so much versatility to it when it's healthy. And so really the main point of everything was to have healthy hair, to embrace that healthy hair, no matter how it looked, because I was taking a risk, and to decide that whatever came out is the way that God naturally designed. And who am I to have beef, have dislike, to have hatred for God's design? Because he saw fit for me to have it in the first place. And going through this natural hair journey has taught me a confidence that I don't think I would have been able to gain any other way. I can rock my natural hair in any circumstance, in any situation. Uh, I have gotten jobs and promotion with straight hair. I have gotten jobs and promotion with my kinky, cold, curly hair. And I have different textures all over my head, you know, and sometimes it can be frustrating. Natural hair is a lot of work. It's a lot of upkeep. It's a lot that goes into it, not to achieve a style, but to achieve health, healthy hair. And so that's what it's really all about, having a healthy scalp, having healthy hair and embracing it and loving it because it is an expression of who I am. It's, it's one of the ways I express myself. If I'm in the mood to have straight hair, I have straight hair, but I also do the things necessary to protect it from that heat so that when I'm ready to rock my natural, I can go back to my natural. And so that's what the psychology of hair is really all about learning how to embrace that beauty from within and being able to look at yourself in the in the mirror no matter what is on top of your head and loving it and that's what i can truly say this journey has given me is the ability to look at myself in the mirror no matter what state my hair is in and love it um good hair day bad hair day natural, straight, even now that my hair is turning gray. I'm even beginning to learn to embrace that now. And sometimes I can wear my hair straight, pull back and, and, and rock my gray hair. Let you see what's going on underneath. Even though my hair does tell the business of my age, like none other. However, <laughs> those years are my years. And I embrace every year that I've been on this earth. Because God has blessed me to be here and there is so much wisdom that I have learned throughout the course of my life. So I hope that this helps you. I hope this makes you think about your hair journey, whether you're natural, whether you're chemically processed. And I will be open and honest and transparent. Um, even though I have curly hair, 
I still have a bit of a chemical process to it because I'm blonde. And I'm not blonde because I think that's the standard of beauty. I'm blonde because I want to be. I've had brown hair. I've had black hair. I have salt and pepper and blonde hair now. I mean, it's all about the expression that you want to portray to the world. As long as you love it, I love it, right? So um, join us next week when we'll get a little bit more into the health of our hair and how to take care of our hair. And for that, we will have none other than the Miss Brittany Beavers who also inspired my journey. I hope that she will be able to inspire you like she inspired me. So be sure to come back. Be sure to like, to follow this podcast. Share the episode with your with your girlfriends and, you know, y'all sit around and talk about your, your hair care experiences, right? And then we'll come back again next week. Until then, be blessed and I will talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Did you enjoy this episode of Stellar Healthy Living Presents Living Well with the Stella? If so, don't forget to like and follow this podcast and tell your friends and family. Also, if you would like to purchase any of my services, programs, or body care products, be sure to go to www.stellarhealthyliving.com.